Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Haley White, who is the winemaker for Llewellyn Vineyards and Hayfork Wine Company. She is also featured in Wine Country Women Heritage Families. Haley, it is so lovely to be hanging out with you today. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. I know. This is going to be fabulous because it is a fantastic day in St. Helena, and I get to hang out with this rock star winemaker on a really pretty day. <laughs> Let's dive right in and share your story. Okay, what I found fascinating is in 1864, your great-great-great-grandfather settled here in St. Helena. That's right. On this property, yeah. he grew walnuts, pears, grapes, and your family has continuously farmed this land for six generations. Wow. Yes, I am the sixth generation on this ranch. And Amazing. my kiddos are the seventh. But before you became a winemaker, you got a degree in earth science. What were you going to do with that? I was uh, really interested in geology in college and um, was especially drawn to earth science because it got me out of the classroom and into the field. Um, field trips were super fun and um, a way to to be outside and not in a classroom. So that was the motivation to get a degree in earth science? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what drew me to that, that um, field of study. And um, I went on to emphasize in glaciology. So, what is that? <laughs> uh, just the, the study of glaciers and um, their behavior with our changing climate. Wow. Well, I can honestly say I know no one except for you that has studied those two areas. But you did put that education to good use because you became a park ranger in Washington State. Yeah, I volunteered um, while I was in college for the Student Conservation Association and um, was sent to Olympic National Park in Washington State. Um, and I worked as a backcountry ranger there for a few years. What did you enjoy most about that experience? Um, I just love the wilderness and the mountains. Um, as I mentioned, I love being outside. Um, and I think that's why glaciology was also something I... I was drawn to because it got me into the mountains. Um, I loved uh, being a ranger. I got to live in a, a cedar log cabin nine miles in the backcountry for the summer. And uh, do, I did a lot of trail work and just got to hike. So why leave that dream job? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was working seasonally, you know, oh. which has its downside. Um, and I did, I met my husband. We were working as uh, rangers together there. And um, I was also working um, as a field worker at uh, local farms, market farms up there. And I was really torn between farming and wilderness um, in my 20s. That was, that was a hard thing to make a choice about because you really can't do both. You can't be in the mountains in the summer and be a farmer 
because the growing season is the summer. Right. Yeah. We were working for the Park Service, kind of realizing that might not be a lifelong career path for either of us. My dad offered my husband a job with his vineyard management business back home, and he kind of lured us, lured us back. Ah. So we moved back to Napa, uh, to, to St. Helena, and um, I figured I better get a job at a winery and check out this winemaking thing, <laughs> see if I liked it. Um, so that was kind of the beginning. Um, my first work in the winery, I was a harvest intern on Spring Mountain in um, 2005. So are you self-taught as a winemaker? Well, I have my uncle. He's been an amazing mentor, um, Dave White, and he's made our family wine since 1992. Um, so he's been a, a teacher to me, a mentor. Um, and I did I did consider going back to school to get a master's of enology, um, but everybody local counseled me against it they said just just dig in and you're you're connected and learn by doing and um so I did and it's worked out really well it has you your wines get 93s 95s you get some nice ratings on your wines well I have good fruit I have amazing fruit actually to work with so um we're we're really fortunate well you finesse it well thank you thank you (laughs) Let's talk about your wines. You have not only your family's brand, but your own brand. Mm-hmm. So how did you decide to start your own brand? Um, it was actually my father who encouraged um, us, my husband and I, to start Hay Fork. Um, he thought we should have a business that we owned by ourselves um, that we didn't share with a bunch of family members. Um, and so we took his suggestion and bought um, a ton and a half a cab from the family in 2006 and you know which is about 75 cases of wine and um, so that was the beginning of Hay Fork. Fabulous yeah. and it's just grown since then? Yep slowly. Um, and you've got some interesting varietals that you produce. Yeah more recently I've branched out um just wanting to grow creatively as a winemaker and um, started making a Grenache Blanc um, and then uh, started making a Charbonneau and a Carignan um, and I actually made a Marsan this this harvest as well. Oh, wow. Lots of fun stuff. Your uncle, you mentioned, has been a great mentor. Are there other uh, people that have mentored you along the way in your wine career? I have a lot of really smart friends that, you know, they did go to UC Davis and do have a really strong foundation in chemistry. And I definitely have reached out to many friends in the past. Um, And I've worked at Custom Crush wineries where there's a lot of amazing winemakers walking around all the time. And so I've learned from a a pool, you know, a a large crew of um, folks in the valley and I just love the um, camaraderie and openness and it's a great place it's a great industry to be a part of so can you describe for us what is a Haley white wine what is it like what's your style your winemaking style I love to make pure fresh cabs um, really clean and try not I try not to alter 
the wine that's coming out of the field too much as minimal you know handling as possible so does that mean you use a lot of neutral oak I do in my um, cabernets I do not go over the top with oak I use about 70 to 75 percent new oak oh okay out of all the wines that you make for hay fork what is the hidden gem What's the wine that tends to get overlooked but shouldn't because it's so good, but maybe misunderstood? Well, I think a lot of people are unfamiliar with um, both Charbonneau and Carignan. And I make those wines um, because it's something new for me, but also because it's something old. They're both sort of a a nod to my great-grandparents, and they're really a heritage grape of both heritage grapes of California and a piece of our history that a lot of people have lost touch with. Um, So, you know, they're great, easy reds, um, weeknight reds. I mean, there's, there are not a lot of them out there, but hopefully people will become more familiar with the old timey varietals as something I, a goal I have. Yeah. How much wine do you make for hay fork? Um, I make about a thousand cases total, just under. Ooh. Yeah, so mostly Cabernet. And then the other the other varietals are, you know, around a hundred cases each. Are they all reds? Uh no, I have the Grenache Blanc. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah. So if somebody wants to taste your wines, how can they go about doing that? Well, I am uh, farming aside. I am a, a one woman band, so I host people. <laughs> um, so it's an appointment. You know, folks can email me um, and reach out, and hopefully we can make a time for a visit. Work. Yeah. Okay. But there's not a lot of wine, so if they're interested in getting a bottle or two or a case or two, they need to snap to it, right? Yes, absolutely. What's on the horizon for you, career-wise? Do you want to branch out and make some other different varietals? Um, uh, do you want to grow your production? Do you want to? Do you submit your wines for ratings? Do you believe in the rating system? Talk to me. What's on the horizon? My plate is pretty full right now. Um, I'm, you know, making wines and managing two small wine businesses. Um, so growth is not really something I'm considering, <laughs> or extreme growth anyway. Um, but I'm always, you know, wanting to grow creatively. Um, and that, you know, if that means making different wines, that's, that's awesome. I would love to do that. Okay. Um, All of your wines, uh, your family's wine brand and your wine brand are all estate wines? They're all made from grapes? um, Just the Cabernets. So all the other wines that I make, um, the Carignan, Charbonneau, Grenache Blanc, um, I purchase those grapes from other growers. Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. I think we should switch on to your personal life now. Okay. Did you grow up in... Yes, you would have grown up in St. Helena. Yep. So you went to St. Helena High? I did. Oh, wow. 
And you live here in St. Helena. I actually live um, uh, in Angwin. Oh, um, you live up on the hill. Top of Howl Mountain. Yes, that's a nice special spot. So if we took a step inside your home, what would we see? What's your decorating style? Um, Well, we we recently bought a new home. Um, We moved in May. And so it's not really decorated at all. (laughs) We still are living among a few boxes, but it's a lovely home. It has this huge wraparound porch. We're thrilled. We're thrilled to be there. We actually have, um, we've always wanted a little piece of land of our own, and we now have four acres. Wow. That's a that's a little more than a little land. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's wooded. um, So no, you know, no grapes on it yet. But uh, it is it's open space for us to enjoy. I'm supposed to believe you have white walls, right? And um, hardly any furniture. (laughs) We do have white walls. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So do you have paintings on the walls? What's a predominant color? We have lots of um, a lot of our artwork um, or or photos are of mountains. Um, My brother's a wildlife photographer, so we have some cool um, images of his. Bury the lead there on that. (laughs) You do have two children. Yes. So there's that. (laughs) There might be toys and yeah, kids stuff and things like that. So yeah, yeah. Really, the porch is where it's at, right? Right now. What does the porch look at? Um, it looks over a, a lawn and then just trees. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. I know you don't have a lot of free time, but do you have any hobbies or do you collect anything other than your brother's art? Um, I um, am a trail runner. Oh. So okay. I love to run. Um, and Angwin is a great place to do that. There's lots of great single track and fire roads. Is there something that you can tell us that people might be surprised to learn about you? Did you do something crazy as a child? Do you rappel down mountains? Do you skydive? I have rappelled down mountains. It's been a while (laughs) since I've done that. Oh, you're a skier too, aren't you? Yeah. And a hiker. But is there something crazy? Um, I did. So when I was uh, um, in college, my field study... um, at the end of, of my undergraduate studies was um, a summer on the Juneau ice field. So I got to ski across and live on an ice field for three months. Okay, what is an ice field? <laughs> a giant, many giant glaciers flowing together. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was amazing. How do you stay warm on an ice field? Well, summer in an ice field actually isn't that cold. Um, So, you know, we were out in shorts sometimes getting fried, running around on the snow in the summer. And yeah. Well, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Definitely memorable. Yeah. It was a, those are my glory days, my, my ranger days and my. My glaciology days. Okay, well, you have more glory days in your future. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you if there was a trip that you had taken that was memorable or had great meaning to you. I fear that you may have just told me what that might have been, but maybe not. Um, We do, our our family is really into backpacking, and um, so we take the kids into the last two summers to Olympic National Park, where my husband and I met, and we do a week-long backpacking trip. 
Um, and that's, you know, always the most memorable trip of the year. Um, just to be the four of us on an adventure. Life is simplified in the wilderness. And, and how old are your kids? Uh, my daughter is 14. Oh, well, the, your kids are older than I anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, and then we have a 10-year-old son. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're at that age where they can do... Pretty soon they're going to be faster than us. So... <laughs> Yeah, we can and, do lots. And they aren't afraid to be out there in the wilderness for a week or so. They just we've just raised them up to think that's normal. So they're they're they're, they're happy about happy. it. Yeah. I'm not sure I would be, but, <laughs> but I'm I'm excited that your family is. Of course, both of you you and your husband being former rangers is a good training for um, week-long stays out in the mountain. What do you like most about living here in the Napa Valley? Well, it's definitely home to me. I love Northern California. I'm certainly nostalgic for the the Napa of my youth when it was felt a little more rural, Mm -hmm. you know, which is maybe why we live up on Howe Mountain. (laughs) It's a great place to raise kids. I'm so excited. Um, that my, you know, my kids get to go to St. Helena High School. And there's just a lot of wonderful, wonderful folks here. And of course, my family. Would you ever entertain making wine in another state or country? Absolutely. I would certainly entertain it. Um, (laughs) I mean, picking up and moving 100%. I don't know. That's a a different question. But yeah, I would love to travel and and make wine in different regions of the world. At least try it. Yeah. I wanted to be a, a traveling harvest intern, you know, and go to Southern Hemisphere and Argentina and South Africa, or wherever, New Zealand, and Fran- go to France and Italy and make wine as intern. But I had babies instead, so <laughs> so maybe I could do that, you know, when I'm uh... children or traveling harvest intern. Yeah, children. yeah. <laughs> children won out. Well, yeah, maybe later down the road. Yeah. When you have company, I'm sure people come visit. Where are two or three places that you tell them that you have to visit in the Napa Valley? Um, I always recommend Schramsburg. Um, I love the history there, and um, and it's just so different than Cabernet, you know, and, right. and you really learn something. I have a lot of friends who make wine up uh, up in uh, on the mountain, in Howe Mountain, mm-hmm. so I o- always recommending friends, labels, and, and wineries, of course. Do you recommend anything other than wineries? Yeah, trails. Okay. Yeah, both <laughs> a state park. It's great hiking, camping there, um, and then Las Posadas up in Angwin. It's the forest with uh, where we run and mountain bike. We're in wine country. I have to ask, other than your wines, what do you like to drink at home? And maybe it's not wine. Beer, of course. Um, I'm kind of... Okay, what kind of beer do you uh, like? I'm definitely a Pilsner girl right now. You know, sometimes we do margaritas at home. Are um, you a rocks on the rocks or are you like a frozen margarita? On the rocks, yeah. yeah. With, with salt. Oh, you like the salt. Okay. <laughs> If you had a wish, what would it be? You might have lots of wishes, but what's one wish? 
You could also think of it as a bucket list item. What's something on your bucket list that you'd like to do that you can share? Yeah, that's a hard one. Well, there's there are a lot of projects here on my my family's ranch that I'd I'd love to um, I'd love to get to in my lifetime. You want to tend to your family's ranch and bring it back to its heyday, maybe or. Yeah, I think it would be fun to revitalize it in certain ways. Um, there's a lot of family members involved, and um, it's it's there's a lot of land um, and a lot of old buildings. But I it's a it's definitely a, a long term goal for me. I I feel like I'm a steward of this land, not an owner. Since I'm here and I'm dedicated to my family um, and the family business, it's it's definitely something I'd like to accomplish. Why is being a steward of the land so important to you? Well, I feel like ownership is kind of a a dangerous thing. Um, And if you see yourself as a steward instead of an owner, it's just kind of a more joyful experience, um, a more generous experience. Um, You know, I'm sixth generation. My kids are the seventh generation. Hopefully they'll be an eighth and so if I consider myself as a steward, then I can really focus on the long-term vision of, um, of the land and the business and the family. Well, on that note, and wrap things up with five quick questions. They're very lighthearted. What is your favorite flower? Ooh, I'm definitely a wildflower okay. girl. Um, uh, fireweed is my favorite. What kind of car do you drive? Toyota Tacoma. Who's one of your favorite actors? Um, I'm not really a, a movie buff. It could be TV. I mean, maybe just like Robert Redford, Paul Newman. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. And last question. What song do you like to dance to with your husband? She doesn't dance with her husband. <laughs> we dance, but we don't have a song. We uh, we a wedding song. Uh, we had bluegrass at our wedding. Oh. A bluegrass band. So okay, that's not a song. Okay, <laughs> let's try a different question, shall we? Sure. <laughs> What's in your nightstand? A couple of things. Um, a clock and a stack of books, parenting books, probably, um, and a journal. Okay, Haley. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely, and back to the dancing. Uh Uh-oh. We're definitely like a dancing family. We have a lot of dance parties in the kitchen. Um, But I don't, you know, I haven't really partner danced with my husband. That's something I would like to, there's a bucket list for you. Learn how to uh, two-step with my husband. (laughs) There you go. Well, I'm glad we came up with a bucket list item. And... While you're learning how to dance two step with your husband, you guys pick a song. <laughs> there you go. Haley, so much fun chatting with you today. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Visit winecountrywomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.